Hello, happy dwellers, and welcome to the Happy Dwelling Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here with me today, and I hope you have been well and are creating those great habits so your dwelling place can be a happy one. Beautiful people, I just wanted to come on here and give a little introduction and a little disclaimer before we get into the episode. This is my friend Sammy, and you're going to love this topic. It's all about period products and I do think this is something that is important for everyone to know, whether you have a vagina or not, because if you have one or not, you know somebody who does. And although popular culture is beginning to push a different narrative about having cleaner period products, I do think that the majority still continue to use some of the standard products and it is still the norm. And so until that changes, we're going to continue to have these type of conversations and I'm going to continue to try to educate people on these topics because they are important and your vaginal reproductive health is a part of your overall health and your happy dwelling place. So that's why we're talking about it. I do want to give a disclaimer though. This topic is, is being talked about from two non-experts, but we both have personal experiences with it and that's what we're sharing as well as some of the research that we have done so do me a favor like always everything that i put on here i want you guys to go and fact check it go look it up yourself and make sure that if it's your narrative okay i love you guys and now we're gonna get into it hi sammy how are you today i'm good i'm good i'm honestly very excited about this topic i've been a little nervous myself i'm so excited (laughs) This is something I've wanted to talk about for like, since I started the podcast, but I didn't have the correct words to put out there. But I think you have a much better um, point of view of it. So I'm very happy to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. So let's get started. For, For my gratefulness corner, I do this on pretty much every podcast. I tell something I'm grateful for or whoever my guest is tells me something they're grateful for. So go for it. Cool. So I don't know, this morning, I think I'm grateful for, I think, grounding. Honestly, I went outside and I did some grounding this morning um, and I just, I feel really, really good. So I'm just grateful for life and and all that. I love that. Yeah. I need to do that more. You're reminding me to (laughs) get back out there. Um, I love that. Um, I'm going to share something that I'm grateful for. Um, just growth. I feel like the past several months have been just astronomical for me in terms of my growth. So that's always awesome. So yes. Okay. So now that we've done this, um, yes. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Introduce yourself, tell the people who you are and why you're here. Yes. So I'm Sammy. Um, me and Victoria, we work together and I, um, am super passionate about period products. Um, natural period products, um, ways to take care of yourself, things like that. I, um, back when I was in high school, I started my period really late. So I didn't get it until I was about 14. And, um, I always had really, really like painful experiences when I had my period. Um, I have ovarian cysts, um, and just irregular periods, things like that. And, um, what like really made me passionate about periods and, um, that kind of stuff is I started doing some research when I had a friend that introduced me to menstrual cups. And um, 
it just kind of dove me into wanting to learn more about like what's actually in the things that we put into our bodies. I love that. Yeah. Um, so you're bringing up menstrual cups first. So tell me yes. a little bit more about when you did learn about menstrual cups, like what, I mean, there's a billion and one out there. So what menstrual cups did you use? Why did you choose that form of reproductive health period containing? I don't know. What what do we call it? But tell me more about that. I, um, I have, I've tried a couple different things. Um, menstrual cups is what really stuck with me because, um, I liked the fact that it was reusable. Um, it was something that I wasn't producing waste with. And, um, aside from that, saving a ton of money, um, they're about like 30 bucks and you can use them for 10 years before you like actually have to dispose of it. Yeah. Um, and I just really enjoyed the experience. Um, I did try like organic tampons and pads as well. Um, and those work for me, but I really just stuck with the, um, the reusability of the menstrual cup was probably my biggest perk with it. Okay. Yeah. Same. Um, I, I think I got put on two menstrual cups like five years ago and I got obsessed with it. Um, but we'll, we'll get more into that a little bit later. Uh, I want you to kind of dig into more of with your background of having ovarian cysts and irregular periods and everything. What did you find was wrong with the current? Well, I'm sorry. What did you find was wrong with standard period products? And Mm -hmm. how did you think that changing over to organic or menstrual cups helped with your specific conditions? Yeah. So I, um, with that, I started researching about the ingredients of what's put into unnatural products. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot of chemicals that, um, you're putting into one of the most absorbent parts of your body. And when that enters your bloodstream, it really plays a role in the way that your body reacts and, and just works overall. Okay. Um, so, but aside from that, I was pretty raised and surrounded by people that, thought periods were pretty taboo. Okay. So there was never a open place for me to talk about it or to ask questions. So I think lack of knowledge also plays a role in that because young girls don't really know that there's other options out there for them. Um, and I think a lot of time, if people were able to learn about them sooner or like right when they were starting their period, they would be able to carry that throughout their life and, you know, pass down through generations and things like that. Um, I just think if there was more knowledge on the products and the things that you're putting into your body and like why that's not a good idea, yeah. um, more people would know about it. Yeah. So when you were being raised, because um, I know in the black community, at least how I was raised, tampons were kind of like shunned a little bit. It was like, why are you mm-hmm. using that? It was like pads for everything. Was that like, were tampons the standard for you when you were growing up? That was? Yes. So I, um, I actually, my, the first thing I ever used was a tampon okay. um, and my mom sent me a YouTube video that explained basically how to use a tampon. Okay. Um, so I remember being 14 in my bathroom with a box of tampons and my computer set up watching this video, trying to learn about my body and figure out, you know, I'm also like super emotional because I'm on my period for the first time. And yeah. I remember it being a traumatizing experience, but yeah, tampons were from day one in my wow. house. 
Wow, that's that's so interesting. <laughs> the the cultural differences there. It really um, is. The first time I used a tampon, <laughs> my mom was non traditional black woman. I would say, mm-hmm. um, I ha- I wanted to go to the pool, and she was like, "Here, use this." And I think I did it so wrong that like this might be TMI, but I think I, I broke my hymen with the, 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 oh, the no. tampon because I put it too far up and I was just like in pain walking like, oh my gosh. what is going on? Um, yeah, I think this type of topic should be talked about a lot more with younger girls because this is, it's normal. Like if we didn't have our periods, that wouldn't be normal, but exactly. And it's like without periods, life isn't life is not going to continue. So it makes no sense that men, women, everybody don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So uh, go back to the topic of tampons. I actually happen to have some beautiful, a beautiful box of tampons right here. Okay. Um, and I was reading the ingredients for um, this, this topic here. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there anything in specific that you found in your research that stuck out to you about what was wrong with the traditional, um, any of the chemicals specifically that is bad for the female body? Yes. So I actually, I have something pulled up that I wanted to share. Um, in pads and tampons, there's something called, um, plastic plasticizers that are added in. Um, it's an additive that makes products more uh, flexible. Okay. And, um, there is, Tampons can be up to 6% plastic. Um, And just thinking about, we know that plastics and microplastics are not good for us. So having that in an area that is absorbent and directly with your blood and and body, um, it's very easy for plastics to enter the body that way as well. Um, And then also something that I always kind of thought was a little crazy was scented period products. Yeah. Um, thinking about putting a perfume or something like that onto a tampon or pad and then um, having that in your body as well. Just really, when you think about it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, why would you put scent there? Yeah. When it comes to personal care products, perfume and anything or parfum or fragrance, however they put it, Mm -hmm. there's a loophole in the system where if you put fragrance on, on a label, you can almost add anything into it. And exactly a lot of these fragrances also aren't tested for an extended period of time to see, Hey, this Mm -hmm. is what this does to the body. So it's a dangerous game that we're playing. Like you said, when we're putting Mm -hmm. it somewhere in such a sensitive place, like the vagina, that's super absorbent. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's awesome. Um, Have you come across anything about like dyes or chlorine in your research as well? Yes. So there, um, I know that non-organic tampons are typically bleached cotton. And then also that cotton is, treated with pesticides back when it's still in its, you know, plant form. Um, but even recently there's been natural or organic tampon brands that have been found to have, um, titanium dioxide, which is like a, a lightning agent, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also has effects on the body. So knowing that the, um, knowing that even organic brands, you have to really research all the ingredients. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I think I know what you're talking about, the brand that you're talking about. I have yes, my little those ones here. Yes, yes, exactly. These ones. Um, I looked at the ingredients mm-hmm. and yeah, titanium dioxide and under it they say it makes material look white naturally occurring. Um that's so crazy. Yeah, they have a way of making it sound pretty and cute. Um exactly. 
And there's also polyester in here. So I thought that that was interesting. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be a cotton, 100% cotton core. That's what they say. So I, yeah, there's polyester, which is an, a synthetic fiber that shouldn't yeah. be in your body like that. <laughs> yeah. And something else that I noticed about that brand specifically is on the ingredients, they put like something cute next to it. Yeah. So it almost makes you feel like you don't need to look it up because it's like, oh, here's a cute little saying of what we're going to tell you it does. But really, what is it doing to your body? Not where does it come from? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And it's it's sad because I used to get the seven generation ones, which is mm-hmm. I'm brand I'm brand dropping y'all. I'm, I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but then I got lazy and they sell these at Target. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and pick that up. I even like um, I use menstrual cups primarily. But what happens is sometimes sometimes I don't feel like it sometimes. Yeah. It is what it is. And um, I also have pads because for like the first two days I use my menstrual cup, I leak. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is about, but that's another topic. So <laughs> I get um, the L. I got the extra long ones. I was supposed to get yeah. the small ones. But I even looked at these ingredients for the pads and they mm-hmm. have a lot of stuff. Titanium dioxide's in here too. They have, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, sodium polyacrylate. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Um, anytime I see too many ingredients, I'm like, what's that? Um, exactly. it's a turn off for me personally. No, I agree. If I can't pronounce something or there's just like a whole list, I'm like, I not even going to buy it. Not even worth my time. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to point out, cause I, you had me doing all this research, girl. <laughs> um, this has, I believe it's rayon in it as yep. well. Rayon. And when I look, looked up rayon, that's another fiber. It comes from wood pulp, which is cute and everything. Mm-hmm. But in order to get rayon, they actually have a bleaching um, process and it seeps through and kind of gets into the material. The FDA said, yeah, the FDA said that it was acceptable or wasn't anything significant. But the mm-hmm. Environmental Protection Agency said any level of, I believe it was called dioxide in this mm-hmm. can be dangerous and cancerous. And we're putting that in our vaginas. So there's a lot of places where um, the FDA has stated that there's no harm in the ingredients they put into the tampons, but the research hasn't been shown over the lifetime of a woman using this every single period, every single month of her life from 13, now even like nine and 10 all the way up to menopause. Yeah, no, that's the FDA. Ooh, they're a little flawed. Um, I looked on their website and you can find this on their website. They basically have this thing, this chart up. There was a law passed in, I believe, 93 or 94 that allowed external sources to fund them. And mm-hmm. ever since then, instead of them being a fully government funded agency, they're accepting um, funding from all these pharmaceutical companies, these other companies, and now it's almost exceeding the amount that the government gives. So, are they credible? I, I don't think so. It's a toss up. Yeah, I mean, you take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Um, I, I got a little caught up in conversation and forgot my questions. Um, That's all good. So, is there anything that you distinctly remember happened to your body when you made the switch from? standard products to the organic or the menstrual cup? 
Yeah. So um, over time, I've seen a decrease in my ovarian cysts. Okay. I don't get them every single period now. Um, I get them possibly once or twice a year. Okay. Um, and that's a big decrease. Wow. And um, aside from that, I also, I've gotten more regularity in my periods. Um, okay. It seemed like my body has just started to regulate itself and operate properly while there's no blocking of, um, of anything when there's chemicals. I love that. I, I feel like when I was doing my own research on menstrual cups, I did hear a lot of things like that where people it's like, oh, I don't get as much cramps or, Mm -hmm. you know, my period is getting regular or something along those lines. So that says a lot that speaks volumes. Yeah. I know when, um, I actually got my mom to start using menstrual discs for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and she used to have really aggressive periods. Like she would wear a super tampon and a big pad Mm -hmm. all day. Um, and she, her period started to decrease in heaviness and they got lighter and more regulated as well when she was using the discs. That's amazing. Oh, period discs. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. We'll get into it. Um, so are there any products that you have heard of that you want to try, or let me back that up. What products, what period products have you tried since there's a wide array now and which products do you want to try? Yeah. So, um, I've tried, of course, unnatural, natural tampons and pads, um, some menstrual cups. I typically use one called the salt cup. That's my favorite that I found. Um, and I've done a little bit of experimentation with free bleeding. Okay. Um, I would really like to make myself some reusable pads, um, to use on like lighter days just for, you know, a fun little craft project too. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are, I, I'm really, really loyal to my cup. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I a thousand percent understand because <laughs> it, it's, it's unlike anything else. It lasts for 12 hours. It's almost like you're exactly. not even on your period. It's like, yeah, I forget some days. It's like, I literally have reminders when I start my period, I put it in my phone. So I don't forget to change my cup. Cause it's like, I don't even know it's there. You don't feel anything. It's no, you, it's the best. It's beautiful. Um, I love the idea of making your own pads. Can you tell me a little bit more about like what you would use? I've never heard anybody say that besides you. So really? Yeah. What would you put in that? How did, how would you make it absorbent? Tell me all the details. So so I think I I have a couple like templates saved on Pinterest. Okay. Um, But there's a lot of information about there out there about it. Um, I wouldn't be using them for like a heavy period day more for like night use or like if I'm free bleeding and I don't want to get it on something Mm -hmm. um and possibly just like organic organic cotton find something good and snap it together with cute little snaps and sew it up I'm I'm honestly (laughs) I haven't I haven't gotten myself to the point of like purchasing the stuff to make them yet yeah. Um, but when I do, I'll make you one and I'll let you know how it works. Thank you, Sammy. I would <laughs> I would love to hear all of this. So you also mentioned free bleeding. So yes. when you say that, I have the the picture in my head of the women running the marathon without anything on and the blood all over their uh their pants and everything. Yeah. Is that what you mean when you say that you try free bleeding? No, no. So I'm not I'm not walking around the grocery store with with blood running down my pants or anything. Okay. I um I free bleed at nights mostly and then okay. um also on lighter days. Okay. So um at nights I 
just, I typically, I don't have a heavy period, so I don't really have much of an issue. Okay. Um, and then on lighter days, I just have designated underwear that I don't really care if it gets messed up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just go about my day and use the bathroom a little bit more to clean up and that's really it. Okay. I, I love it. I love how like you're opening my mind to things that I thought before it was like, Oh, I would never, but now I, I I might try that at nighttime just just because Sammy does it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause wearing all these, these things after a while, it does get a little, and my period lasts a while. So that would be amazing. I'm going to definitely try that. Um, so have you ever, or wanted to ever try period underwears or, um, even, I know they sell the reusable pads as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we mentioned discs. Have you ever yeah. tried any of those? So I have, um, I tried a disc once and it just wasn't for me. I had a little trouble putting it in. So I just reverted back to the cup. Okay. Um, and I haven't gotten around to the, um, to the underwear or the purchasable reusable pads. Okay. Um, but those are two things that I am very open to trying. And I think down the line, just when I remember something comes across my path that I see in life, I'll probably just pick up and try it out. Yeah. I love that. Um, same. I, I tried the disc a couple times. It was so tricky. I just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I almost had to look at the anatomy structure online of a picture of a uh-huh. woman when I was putting it in. Cause I was like, first of all, there's this cavity here. I didn't even know about this. How does this work? <laughs> yeah. Like I've given birth and I don't know about this cavity, but you guys say that it's going to work, but it, I did get it to work a couple times. I, I think I did it three times. And then the first two times it worked and the last time it didn't. And I was like, uh, we're just going to go back to the cup. I understand how this works. Yeah. Uh, it got a little stressful. <laughs> I, I commend my mom for using them so regularly because I simply cannot figure it out. Yeah. Don't they have reusable versions of the, the cup too? Uh-huh. They do. Yeah, of the, of the discs. Oh, sorry. Disc. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And um, I even know there's people that that if you can like auto dump them so you don't have to fully take it out. But I don't even know about all that. That is so far out of my realm. Yeah, no, me too. I feel like I need to go ahead and explore some more just to just to learn. I mean, we have these periods until menopause, so might as well do something with it. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Make it more of a fun experience and try something new each cycle. Absolutely. Um, So. I like to bring everything kind of back to motherhood because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I love it. I love those type of questions. So you aren't a mom currently, Correct. but when you do become a mom, how do you plan on teaching your future daughters or daughter um, about this topic or your children just in general? Boys need to know too. Yeah. So I plan to keep it a pretty open conversation in my house. Okay. Um, I never want it to be something that's like, hidden or taboo. Um, I want my kids to always feel comfortable asking me about anything that's happening with their bodies, of course. Um, but mostly for my daughters to ensure that they don't feel dirty or gross, especially just the way that like culture. And I know young boys sometimes can make little girls feel. Um, and then knowing that they have all of these options and ensuring that I'm able to provide them with um, options to help them with their period. So they can choose what's best for them, whether it be cups, tampons, pads, nothing, whatever they want to do. I want to make sure that I can support them in that way. I love that. I love that so much. Um, yeah. Cause like we mentioned in the beginning, we both kind of weren't schooled correctly on, yeah, exactly. on 
yeah, on these topics. And it's, it's very important. And um, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. I hope to teach my daughter the same thing. And I also kind of want to just, I want her to feel like this is normal. I want her to learn her body, you know, yeah. I get PMS. I want her to understand, Hey, maybe a week before, maybe a couple of days, you're going to be feeling like this, exactly. all those things. Yeah. yeah. Cause that age in itself, when it first starts could be very <laughs> tricky time period anyway. So Oh, absolutely. And just understanding what your body's telling you through your cycle and how beautiful of a process the entire thing is. Yeah. Yeah. I think in this on a spiritual level, and this Mm -hmm. might be a little woo for some people. No, I love it. But the act of like releasing blood, I know in the Bible it says the life of the flesh is in the blood. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that it's just kind of for me, it's a time of releasing things that need to be mm-hmm. released the time where I try to sit down and reflect and say okay this is what happened this period of time before my period now how what are we releasing what are we starting fresh and mm-hmm. I, I don't know that's just how I look at it sometimes no I I love that point of view that is so cool I really I think I'm gonna have to develop that and use that in like mindfulness in my everyday life it, it would make your period better yep <laughs> for sure I love that. that's amazing okay so we're wrapping up here now um I just wanted to ask you one more question. Okay. I might ask more, you know, following up, but (laughs) if you were to speak to every woman in America that has a period or every person in the world that has a period, Mm -hmm. what is one thing you would like to let them be aware of or let them know? I think I would really just stress the importance of research and just informing yourself because I mean, at the end of the day, if, if somebody researches tampons and decides that the non-organic store brand is good for them and that's what they want to use, mm-hmm. go right ahead, do it. Absolutely. But just making sure that you're mindful about what you're putting into your body because your body is so sacred um, yeah. and you only have one of them. So you have to treat it right. I love that. I love that so much. Aw, thank you, Sammy, so much for coming on here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, And you just... You, you brought so much light into this topic. So yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for you being here for sure. And um, hopefully I will invite you back for another topic. We'll see what happens in the future. I would but... love to. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye, Sammy. Bye. That is all I have for you all today. Thank you so much for spending your time listening to me. I hope you join me in the next one to learn more about health topics that can help you improve your life so you can be happy in your dwelling place. Love y'all.